Working Sports Podcast is brought to you by Empowered. This is the most important election of our time. And let's be honest, voting during a pandemic is a little confusing right now. There's so much misinformation out there aimed toward making you believe your vote doesn't matter. Well, guess what? Your vote does matter. Matter of fact, and this is something I'm very passionate about, I received my ballot on Friday. I spent the weekend filling it out and making sure I did everything correctly. It didn't take me all weekend, but it, I wanted to make sure I was thorough and did it correctly. And I'll be returning mine to the ballot box as soon as I finish this podcast. Voting is the most important responsibility of citizens. Do not give up that power or that right. Get engaged, informed, and ready to vote all with one app empowered e-m-p-o-w-r-d i use it i loved it it helped me understand all the intricacies of my ballot and everything to do the right way i felt informed and powerful a lot of top athletes are out there supporting this great app that we want to fight against voter suppression we want everyone to get out there and vote and empowered is a great tool that is there to help you e-m-p-o-w-r-d download the app today at empowered.com e-m-p-o-w R.D. All right, let's start the countdown. Five, four, three, two, one, zero, ignition, liftoff. Hey everybody, I'm Brian Clapp, VP of Content and Engaged Learning for WorkInSports.com, and this is the Work in Sports Podcast. Happy Monday, everybody. I'll admit, I'm struggling a little getting things rolling this morning. But I just finished my second cup of coffee, and I'm ready to bring the energy now. Feeling good. Okay, last week we published episode two of our four-part Moving Forward series, highlighting 10 young, diverse, aspiring sports professionals on their journey to employment in the sports industry and facing the challenges of social justice. I'm very proud of this conversation so far. If you haven't listened yet, please do so. The discussions are eye-opening. I have learned a lot. And I'm a pretty like eyes wide open guy, but I still feel like hearing it from somebody else's voice that's living it is so important. This week, we published part three on using your voice from inside an organization. I'm joined by Miguel Garcia Espinoza, Caitlin Wallen and Devin Walker for a great conversation. So please tune in and download that episode and listen to the past two episodes. All right. Time for the stat line. What in the world? I must have hit the wrong button. Randy Just, our director of customer service, must have gotten into my music playlist. He's a big EDM guy. Uh, Let's try this again. Time for the stat line. Uh, Much better. It's Monday morning. I'm not ready for EDM dubstep trap beats yet. Man, do I sound old. Okay, into the data we go. The total number of jobs on WorkInSports.com, the number one job board for the sports industry, is 17,124. We have passed 17,000, which is awesome. Two months ago, we were 15,000. Last month, 16,000. We're up to 17,000. And this is a good marker because we're on the the path to 25,000 again, which, as many of you listening know, was what we were at in February prior to coronavirus. And we've been building back up. We went down as low as eight, and we've been building back up. And that's a great indicator for the sports industry. We're getting closer and closer to where we were. Now, I was just looking at one of our competitors before I started recording. They have 689 jobs total. You tell me where the best chance is for you to find a job. You tell me where it's worth spending your time. In the last week, we've added 2,236 jobs to our job board, which is an average of 319 jobs posted each day of the week. That's opportunity. 
Our most popular category right now is retail and lifestyle with just over 7,000 job opportunities. Like 40% of our job board right now is in retail and lifestyle. But I want to better explain this category. I'm going to do that by highlighting a few really cool jobs. A lot of you hear retail lifestyle and you think, yeah, okay, so you're posting a bunch of jobs that are sales associated to exporting goods. Not the case. I'm not saying they're not, there aren't any of those in there. There are some. There are some that fit in the retail life, retail category, okay? But lifestyle applies to all the brands and products that enhance your sports and active life, okay? That's the lifestyle part. So let's check out a few jobs here. Now, when I say lifestyle, you should be thinking Nike, Puma, Under Armour, all those different brands, right? Totally true. Those are where those jobs are. But there's more. So let's check out a few. Fitbit. They have a job opening right now for an environmental sustainability program manager. Now, this was just one of the gigs that stood out to me. They have a lot actually on our job board right now because I'm way into the environment and sustainability. That's a massive part of who I am. Fitbit's one of the sports adjacent companies that is in the lifestyle category. They also have a product manager for audience engagement and a program manager for wearables. Pretty cool stuff. Another cool brand in the lifestyle category, Patagonia. Oh, love this company. They're hiring an equity and performance lead. You will be responsible for instilling a mindset and culture of equity and inclusion, ongoing learning and professional development by designing and implementing organizational and culture, culture change efforts. I feel like I'm reading really fast today. Maybe that is the uh, coffee really kicking in. So maybe my mind's working quickly. That's good. Okay. Um, Patagonia, great company, lots of different jobs with us. And I love that that's another one that fits in the lifestyle category. Another big one. Have you heard of Exos Digital? XOS Digital. If you haven't, and this is what I love about our site, is we introduce you to companies and jobs and roles you may never have even heard of before, but they're very connected to the sports industry. Exos Digital. When you hear of coaches directly after a game, jump in on their iPad and watching cut-ups of game video like right after the game finishes, or they're sitting in a dark room watching video and scouting, they are using Exos Digital. Exos is the leader in sports performance analytics. They are the company that creates all of the ability to, to visually demonstrate what's happening in a game and categorize things. So like a coach can literally do a search for uh, Denver Broncos, their third, uh, third and long defense inside the 40. Like what are they, what are they tendencies? What are their tendencies? What do they do? What does it look like? And it's all categorized all there for you. And this is the tool that most teams use like to the extreme amazing company. They're hiring a senior product manager. If you want to work in coaching, scouting, the video department, a team, analytics, you may be thinking to yourself, I got to get in on the ground floor with the team. And that would be great. But this is also the kind of way you can enter the industry. This would be a great gig. Learn the skill to 100, understand the tool and the way it can be used by coaches and teams, and you'll be in demand. Now, these are all, these are three examples of, of jobs in our retail and lifestyle category that are way beyond just being a sales associated to exporting goods. No offense to exporting goods. We love to exporting goods. Matter of fact, they should sponsor this show. And that's the stat line for this week. Nope, wrong music. Try that again. Better? Okay, time for today's question from Paul in New Hampshire. Hey, Brian. I'm going to finish. I'm just about to finish up college and I'm just starting my job search. I'm pretty fired up, excited, hopeful, but also kind of scared about the job prospects. WorkinSports.com has been an invaluable asset. I've been exposed to companies, roles, and opportunities that I never knew existed. And don't even get me started on the podcast. You have literally changed my life and approach. I love the new segment highlighting the job data, and it really gives me hope. 
Question for you. With so many jobs being remote and interviews taking place over video and everything being remote in general, are there certain traits or skills I should be emphasizing in order to stand out? Paul, I love this question. See, sometimes the questions you guys sent in really spark me to think about things a little bit differently, and I love that. So thank you, Paul. I have been thinking about this a lot lately because I'm in this, like I always am informing people how to approach their interview process or approach their cover letter, and those things have to change. They have to adjust based on where we are at the current time. What I mean by that is if I was hiring somebody right now and I knew they'd be working remote for the foreseeable future, I may be looking for different traits or aptitudes or skills than I would be if I was hiring someone who would come into our office each day and I could monitor, train, and motivate. So Paul, your question is great because you hit on something that can really help this group stand out. So let's lean into this. I always talk about soft skills and their importance, things like passion, work ethic, leadership, all very important still. But in this Zoom remote world, there are a few other soft skills you want to weave into your cover letter and your interview process. Here are five. Number one, maturity and reliability. When you work remote, the organization has to trust you will get the job done and work effectively without them having to hover over you all day. Pointing out how mature and responsible and reliable you are can really help you go the distance. I think a lot of our military veterans who are trying to say, like, I might not have as much job experience, but I have these other traits. This is one you should really lean into maturity and reliability. Uh, your your military experience starts to exude that you need to emphasize it because that's something that can really set you apart right now. And anybody out there that can tell stories about their maturity and reliability can really be beneficial. Uh, number two, communication. Can you establish trust and rapport via Slack, Zoom, and email? We're working in a different world, so be able to get across that you can still function effectively in this way. Number three, independence. Now, I know I talked about maturity and reliability and doing what you're expected, but there also has to be this feeling that you can work and achieve without constant supervision because you will have a lot of time where you are isolated from everyone and that you need to work independently. So you need to get across that you are not only mature and reliable, but you're also able to work independently and be successful. Number four, initiative. That you don't wait to be instructed or need somebody hovering over you or need the pressure of a work environment to get things done, that you get right after it. And number five, cross-functional collaboration. Not only can you work in your team in a remote world and make progress and advise and consult and get things done, but also that you can work across other groups to work remotely, but still interact with and get things done with other groups within the, with other groups within the organization. That's how this world is working right now. So anything you can do to stress those skills. Now, remember, the key to expressing your soft skills isn't to write a cover letter that says, I am mature, reliable, communicative, independent, have great initiative and work collaboratively. That is just telling me what you are. I want you to show me what you are. This is my seventh grade literature teacher coming through. Mrs. Altman, my favorite teacher of all time. She used to say all the time, show me, don't tell me, show me, don't tell me. And this has stuck with me since seventh grade. Tell me a story on your cover letter. Shine a light on your personal achievements or accomplishments that will show you have these skills rather than just telling me you do. Don't just tell me that you have great initiative. Show me. Give me an example. Tell me a story. If I was hiring right now, these are literally the top five soft skills I would be demanding from anyone I hire. I don't want to bring in a new staffer that sits and waits to be instructed each step of the way. 
take initiative. I don't want to have someone who I don't trust is working a full schedule and instead is just going through the motions and doing the bare minimum. You want someone who is mature, communicates well, and works with pride. So show this off in your process. Now, as far as questions that might come up in the interview process that you should be prepared for, they'll be the basics. You know, have you ever worked in a remote environment before? What tools and software do you use to communicate effectively? Those are easy, right? You should be able to handle those in your sleep, but also expect bigger questions like these. How do you manage your time and stay organized? How do you stay motivated and engaged when working from home? How will you handle workplace conflict or disagreements? How do you get team projects done in a remote world? How do you stay, how do you maintain an active voice on your team in a remote world? Let's break these down a little and you'll notice a theme of transparency and honesty. Remember, if you're working in a remote situation, the more transparent you can be about what you were doing when you were there, how active you are, what you're accomplishing is really good. That goes to breeding, to building trust. Okay. So first question, manage your time and stay organized. How do you manage your time and stay organized? Transparency is key here. Emphasize tools you use that will let everyone see what you're up to. Your calendar, Google Docs, Slack, Trello, Asana, HubSpot. Emphasize those tools you use to stay focused and organized that are also transparent. It's not about big brother watching. You just want to tell them, I'm not afraid of you seeing what I'm doing. When you aren't afraid for people to see what you're doing, they feel less inclined to have to track you. So it's like inversely uh, correlated. The more transparent I am, the less somebody feels like they need to watch me. Okay. How do you stay motivated and engaged when working from home? This is where you need to be really honest in the way you like to work. If you're the type that sets yourself on an exacting schedule and has, a, has to have a closed, quiet room, say so. If you like to constantly be on Slack and keep in touch with everyone and chat all day while working, say so. If you like to have your day broken up by walking around the neighborhood and break out of your office from time to time, say so. They're asking this question about how you stay motivated and engaged, and they're looking for you to be honest and know yourself and what you need. Because what you don't want is for somebody to not know how to operate and keep themselves motivated in this environment. You want somebody that understands themselves, knows what they need, and is willing to express it. Work conflicts or disagreements. How do you handle work conflicts and disagreements? Look, conflicts happen in the workplace. That much is a given. Happens all the time. But in a remote workplace, there's a greater propensity for the problem to be unresolved and swept under the rug. Unresolved problems fester and cause bigger problems. Your goal here is to make it clear you handle problems as they come and as directly as you can so that they don't fester and cause bigger problems and you understand the importance of dealing with things head on, even if you're not seeing somebody face to face. And finally, remote projects to completion. How do you get remote projects done? How do you work across teams? In-person collaboration isn't an option. You don't get to flop down on the comfy couches or beanbag chairs and talk through your project in front of a whiteboard. So how will you work? Communication is huge in this question. Make it clear to complete projects requires a lot of upfront communication, planning, organizing, and strategizing to make sure everyone is on the same page and that you have to over-communicate, that you understand, everyone understands the goals and the timelines. Leadership and over-communicating are essential, okay? Using all the tools and bringing it all together. But that's how you're going to get projects done is by establishing a clear path of communication, a lot of upfront work to plan and organize and timeline, and then staying on top of everything. Okay. You should see from all these answers, it's not that much different from for remote jobs and interviews than it would be for in person, but there are some subtle shifts here. Themes like transparency, honesty, and communication are huge. You can't be on an island. 
Be comfortable with expressing your desire to communicate actively. Be visible with your schedule. The more transparent you are, the more trust it breeds. And be honest with what you need. No suffering in silence. Paint a picture. You can be the connective tissue of your new team, bringing the group together, sparking conversation through online tools and more. That should do it, Paul. Thanks for a great question. Make sure to tune in Wednesday for part three of our Moving Forward series. And as always, make a plan to vote and please, please, please wear a mask. We're not out of the woods yet. 